Back to a long and long time ago, our countdown of the best Star Wars TV series and films. Uh, we are on to our top five, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Adam needs to go to bed. <laughs> I'm going to go straight in there. My number five is your number six. It's Clone Wars. Um and do you know what? Most of this is because I thought series seven was that good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really got into series seven. I thought it was really good. The animation was like a slight improvement. Not that it was bad before, but I just, yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it was good. Really good stuff. Did you, um, did you not think, um, it's, I, I, I genuinely, I like season seven, but I mm. thought, the the part the last part four four parter sorry you know with the soaker mm. going to Mandalore was excellent it was top tier Clone Wars but I didn't really like the first two arcs I thought the bad bad really? batch arc wasn't that great and I oh, really well. just like the Ahsoka and a gang sort of going off and stealing yeah. now, that, now that I now that I say that I'm trying to think of how because again I I don't think I've seen it all. No, I think I think I, I think, think you, you asked me, and I said, yeah. "Is it worth watching?" I said, "Honestly, if you haven't got much time, watch the part, last part, four part arc, which is the the business end." Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I think I think you might be right. I think I might have just gone straight in at those four, but yeah. I remember those being excellent. So yeah, but that's yeah, not that's not all that comes down to it. There's so much no. more beforehand yeah. that we see, which, which is just just enjoyable good stuff all good stuff so yeah 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 your number five number five episode four a new hope okay the one that started it all i guess um yeah. you know i i i have <laughs> i have many many memories of growing up with this film um I, I, obviously you know it 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 introduces to the world of star wars the characters the the spaceships the planets you know just the this the the mysticism, I suppose, um, you know, it, uh, it, it, it's just, it's my, it's, I wouldn't say, it's, I don't want to use the phrase least favorite of the original trilogy, mm. even though it obviously is because it's number five and I haven't mentioned the other two yet, yeah. but, uh, but I don't want to diminish it at all because it is such a good film. It's just that it, it's, it's a film that was made on a very small budget um, with, you know, hardly any resources to do anything with, but it managed to do something absolutely epic in scope mm. um, and something that had never been done before and arguably never been done since, mm. um, you know. Yeah, I could, have, I could agree it, with that, I think. You know, for, for what it did, um, it was a phenomenon. And I'm sure, you know, as you, you mentioned, your dad's mentioned it before, it was such a phenomenon at the time um, that, um, you know, it, 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 it sort of, made i think i saw a documentary once where america was in the doldrums at the time because the vietnam war had just ended and right. you know this this came out and it kind of refreshed american yeah. psyche and it got people excited everything. about yeah yeah um you know so 
you know, it's got so many great scenes. I mean, it's got the trench run scene. It's got the Death Star escape. It's got, you know, all the stuff on Tatooine. It's got the 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 cantina. It's got it's it's got so much great stuff. It's got introduction of Obi Wan and Obi Wan giving us all the hints about his past and Luke's father and you know it's got all these little threads you know it does all those things that the force awakens did but it actually follows up on them yeah. um it's it, it's such a good film um really really good i don't want to go too long into it because <laughs> you know i've got a lot to say about so those next films. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I think that I think I've covered a lot, a lot of that as well. Yeah, yeah. In, I think uh, you know I feel bad just quickly not saying too much about A New Hope because you know it is the film that, as I said, started it all. But you know what can I say that hasn't already been said about it? Let me mm. just leave it like that. Um, yeah. So Adam, your number four. My number four is Return of the Jedi. Mm. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> top five, right? As far as I'm concerned, you can't have a wrong yeah. entry in the top five because, uh, you know, it's well, the top people, five. It's people are going to disagree. People are going to yeah. disagree. But of course they are. Return of the Jedi, uh, such a good film. Such That's a good film. Um, <sighs> where to start? I this, mean, you know, it's exciting. It's a good story. There are good vehicles in it throughout. It's It's just fun. I do think. If it wasn't for the Ewoks, it might have made it even higher in my list. <laughs> oh, so you're, you're so mainstream. <laughs> I, I, maybe I am. Maybe I am. <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, it's, there's Emperor, there's there's um, Vader, uh, you know, almost at the peak of his powers. Really, it's and then and then obviously Luke getting up to strength on his and becoming becoming the Jedi Knight like his father before him. And yeah, just, it's just great. It's a great film. Do you want to move to your number four? Um, Yes. uh, My number four, Rogue One. Okay. Um, When I watched Rogue One for the first time uh, at the cinema and I saw this one, I think eight times at the cinema, Mm. Uh, each time I loved it even more. Um, I mean, it felt like you were watching a film that George Lucas had made a couple of years after he'd made A New Hope. It, it, I mean, the the aesthetic, the design, the outfits, um, the storyline, the characters, everything feels like it was made in 1977 mm. or when it, or, yeah, 1977. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously been done on purpose because it takes place literally the day before a couple of yeah. days before a new hope. Um, so, so it leads up to it. Exactly. To point and of it. That's right. And yeah. And, and I think, I think, you know, they could, you know, they could have gone, they could have tried to have some flourishes here or there. And I'm so glad they didn't. I think I'm so glad that they, they kept it, the aesthetic exactly as it should have mm-hmm. been. Um, I mean, where do I start with this film? It's the story is excellent. Um, you know, we've always wondered on the on the opening call of A New Hope, uh, a band of rebels have stolen the plans for the Death Star. You know, I've, I, I can honestly say, I, 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 I thought as a kid, that sounds interesting. Yeah, uh, I wonder yeah. when we're going to find out about that. And 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 I think they did a really good job. There's 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 two versions of a, a Rogue One. There's a version that Gareth Edwards directed, um, and there's a version that Gareth Edwards directed with. Tony Gilroy, I think it was Tony Gilroy, uh, because Gareth Edwards was asked to 
here you go, Gareth, go on, make us a Star Wars war film in the vein of Saving Private Ryan. And okay. the story is, the story is that he came back and he, you know, showed a rough cut of this film. And it was so hardcore that the, the execs at Disney and Lucasfilm were like, okay, this, not. Is, this, is, this, is, like, this needs to be a bit more Star Wars-y. So they brought Tony Gilroy and um, I think it was Tony Gilroy. And um, he sort of did some rewrites and they did some reshoots okay. um, and they kind of tightened it up a bit more. But if you go back and you watch the original trailer that first came out for Rogue One, half the trailer contains scenes that you don't see in the film. Oh, right. Um, just a little, little thing for you to do if you remember. Um, yeah. And it's really interesting because a lot of these scenes look really cool. There's loads yeah. of Vader scenes that never appeared. Ah, um, okay. So, so you, you know, I, 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 we're never going to see that cut, but it'd be, it'd be great. But anyway, the cut we did see, I'm going off on mm. a tangent. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, seeing Vader again, seeing Grand Moff Tarkin, seeing Leia. Okay, the CGI on Leia was a bit, ooh, but... Again, doesn't take me out of it. I'm not going to sit here and no. go, it ruined the film for me. Um, I thought it was brilliant. Um, I loved going back to Yarvin for, to see the rebel yeah. base, seeing Mon Mothma again, and um, Genevieve O'Reilly, who who played Mon Mothma in Revenge of the Sith, but in the deleted scenes that we ne- that obviously weren't put in the film, but it's the same actress all mm-hmm. these years later, who we'll be seeing again in Andor. Um um, so, so that was great. Um, uh, Cassian Andor was brilliant. K2SO was absolutely brilliant. That's how you get a new droid in Star Wars, right? Yeah, um, Alan Tudyk, um, absolutely brilliant. Um, was hilarious. Really yeah. Um, the behind the scenes things that we saw, you know, really showed that the, the actors seemed to really love making it. Um, the, the space battle above Scarif, mm-hmm. the battle on Scarif. I mean, I mean, I can if I'm if I'm at a loose end and I and I want to just fill forty minutes, I'll 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 happily watch all of Rogue One. But what I'll do is I'll I'll go to the beginning of the Battle of Scarif where they're landing and um, they set off all the explosions all around um, around yeah, the the, the, the base. Yeah, and then that's when the battle kicks off. And I'll happily sit and watch that for forty minutes up until you know the Death Star turns up and Vader takes all of that out of all the rebels on the ship. I'll happily sit and watch that for forty minutes yeah. and on a daily basis if I could do. I I, I love that that forty minute section so much. Um, you know, uh, seeing Saw Guerrero again, um, who was a character who originated in the Clone Wars. Mm. So another thing they brought back in from the Clone Wars, um, yeah. you know, uh, uh, what was Jeddah, the planet Jeddah, Jeddah, where they obviously had some kind of um, Jedi worshipping that used to happen there, yeah. you know, because all of the big statues that had been knocked down by the Empire and the, the thieving of the kyber crystals to power the Death Star, mm. the explanation of how the rebels were able to destroy the Death Star so easily. Yeah, I mean, again, yeah. this is one of those ones that I could go on and on and on. There's there's not a thing I don't like about this film. No, no. Now, um, did Dave Filoni have any influence on this film at all? Um one thing I, I've heard or read about is Dave Filoni doesn't necessarily come in and interfere, but a lot of creatives now will perhaps show what they've got to Dave Filoni or yeah. ask Dave Filoni. I mean, I know Ryan Johnson did for The Last Jedi. <laughs> obviously didn't miss it hard enough. Um, uh, I know for a fact that obviously he gets special thanks at, in the credits for the Obi-Wan series, doesn't he? Yeah. For, from um, from the uh, director, 
Deborah yeah. Chow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure he probably had a lot to do with that. And I know that, you know, he was on set for Rogue One um, because I've seen pictures of him on set mm. at Rogue One. And I know, in, you know, in there's some background, you can see um, Chopper from Rebels and you can see the the ghost, the ship mm-hmm. that the Rebels use in Rebels. That's in the background. So, you know, I think, yeah, he probably did a little bits to do with... Um, yeah with the film, but I, I don't think he probably had any input on story or anything like that. He probably just was asked for ideas maybe yeah. to do with certain things. I don't know. Yeah. So that's your number four. Number four. Yeah. Very cool. Number three for me, Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, should it be this high up my list? I don't know, but it is. Uh, it's your personal choice. It is. Yeah. 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 It's, it, I mean, it's got great characters. It's got, you've spent, You've said it all before in the last episode. It's got such good characters, good story. It's well put together. It's just, yeah. and it's and it's still going. That's the thing, and it's yeah. and it's really it's brought hope on. <laughs> it's brought like you. I think you said it already. It's you know it, it hasn't fixed the sequels, but it's made us a bit more. I don't know. Understanding. Yeah. And I don't know, even if there's, it's made us, it's helped us to forget the sequels and know that there's still good content coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's more the point. So yeah, that's, that's my number three Mandalorian. Yeah. Right. uh, My number three is episode three, Revenge of the Sith. At number three. Number three, yeah. Um, I love this film. Um, now, I I have a I have a I, I can see weird... why you're annoyed with me putting it in at number eight. Then eight's not bad. I thought you'd put that's, it lower than that to be honest with you. But 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 you know eight, again, you know eight's not bad. You know, out of eighteen, is it? You can't say you can't say that's a bad no. position for it. But for me personally, now I, I saw this one at the cinema seven times, um, and. You know, I I I I love this film so much. I absolutely love it. Now I love. I've got this really weird thing, and lots of people commented that it's really weird. But whenever the bad guys win in a movie or a TV show, I'm always team bad guy. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. It doesn't matter what what property it is. Um, I'm always. I always think the bad guys are the best characters. So when I see films like The Empire Strikes Back or Revenge of the Sith, I always seem to lean more towards them because mm. I always want the bad guy to win. It's like when I'm watching a TV show and I'm, you know, I could probably name many, many TV shows where it's been running for several seasons and you know, eventually the big bad's going to get defeated by the, the the heroine or the hero of that series. There's always this little part of me. It's like, oh, can't they? Can't they lose? Oh, I want the, yeah. the bad guy to win. And yeah. it's just, I, I, I always find that more more interesting. So when they actually do have the bad guys win yeah. in a show, I always it will always go up a notch for me in terms of of thinking, yeah, this is this is good. So that's a that's one minor reason why I think Revengers is a great film. Of course, mm-hmm. we always knew that the bad guys were going to win because we know where the story goes. But yeah. um, the the deliciously Machiavellian evilness of Ian McDiarmid in this film, it, you know his cackles and his always, always. I just love him in this film. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. I think the Order sixty six scene is one of the most beautiful and 
at the same time painful scenes to watch in film i think it you know if you're a star wars fan and you love the jedi and you, and you know okay you you have to love the prequels i understand that but you know you've watched these three films and all of these characters even if they're side characters like kit fisto or or ki adimundi or plu coon you know any of these minor jedi that you, mm. you, you you know again more depth, a lot more depth given to them in the Clone Wars. I hate to keep harking on about it, but they are. But when you see these guys to this haunting John Williams music being taken out by the the clones who they fought alongside for three or so year, you know, I think it's one of the greatest greatest scenes in Star Wars. I love it so much. I think um, I think. Disney know that because all of a sudden everything that comes out at the moment is having Order 66 scenes, you know, the mm -hmm. Bad Batch, Obi-Wan. Yeah. I think um, it is quite a pivotal seat, a moment in Star Wars. Um, I think the lightsaber battle between Obi-Wan and Anakin is absolutely operatic. I think mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing. Um, I think it's one of those Star Wars films that looks stunning and beautiful and I'm sure when we edit this together, we'll do what we normally do. And we put some pictures up while we're talking about yeah. it. And I've picked out some pictures for this film that just show the quality in CGI that, um, what's this film now? It's nearly 20 years old or just under 20 years old. And it still looks better than some of the stuff that comes out today. Mm -hmm. And the cinematography, you know, is, you know, and I know it's all green screen, but, it looks so beautiful. I mean, the scenes on Mustafar with the volcanic, you know, yeah, um, explosions going in the cool. background. Yeah. You know, the 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 stuff from Polis Massa, the, the stuff on um, I can't remember the planet that's uh, some of the planets, but you know, it just looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Again, I, I talk about the soundtrack again. It's got you know one of the greatest tracks in Star Wars, Battle of the Heroes. Um, that, you know the, that takes place between Obi Wan and Anakin when they're fighting, and also Yoda against um, Darth Sidious, which at, at the time I never expected to see. You know, I had lots of expectations for the film, but the first time I went to see it, I was like, "Oh, he's fighting Yoda!" I'd never expected. I didn't think that was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So, and to see. To see the Emperor throw the Senate chambers or, or the Senate pods at Yoda, it was kind of a symbolic um, uh, symbolic scene of destroying democracy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was He's now the Emperor and he's destroying democracy by throwing, you know, where all the senators would have sat. Mm. And I, I, but I'm really, really looking forward to because we've seen a scene in the Andor trailer of, um, uh, of the Senate. Yeah. Um, building so you know that'd be quite interesting um for that i mean the space battle above uh, in the atmosphere of coruscant at the beginning um you know it's it's george lucas asked the animators to throw everything in including the kitchen sink and they did include it they actually there's yeah. a small moment where you can actually see a kitchen sink flying across the screen he, they actually added that in oh, it's very small goodness. but it, it's there mm. um the the fight on general grievous's um command ship between them and Dooku is absolutely phenomenal. Mm. Um, I mean, Dooku trying to tempt Anakin to the dark side and, you know, um, Palpatine telling um, Anakin that he's too dangerous to be kept alive, but then flash forward to the film when um, 
uh, Mace Windu has Palpatine, you know, up against the window and he's got his lightsaber and, mm-hmm. and Mace Windu repeats the line, he's too dangerous to be kept alive. Again, you know, that is, that was done on purpose. That's symbolic. That's to show that Anakin doesn't think there's any difference between the Jedi and the Sith. Mm. So why shouldn't he join the Sith? Um, you know, this is what I mean. People take the prequels sometimes and they don't, um, they don't, they don't look into it quite as much as I do. And they don't look at the dialogue in quite in depth as I do, but anybody who watches this, and there's probably not going to be many of you, but there's a there's a there's a youtuber out there called and i'm gonna i'm gonna give him credit for this called cinema wins and he basically picks films and he talks about only positives in the films okay and he talks about all of the star wars films all nine of them um and anybody who's on the fence about the prequels please watch them especially the revenge of the sith episode that he does i think each one's 20 minutes and you know he 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 gives a concise and really really in depth and intelligent um uh, you know reasoning for why the film works um, yeah. and why he thinks it's great and i don't disagree with anything he says yeah. um well i'm sure you've covered a lot of his points uh, well, well i mean that. some some of the points are my own but that last one about you know the dialogue um that was one thing i'd never noticed after hundreds of viewings you know mm. it's something that i never picked up on so you know, and that's the other thing about great about Star Wars in general is you watch it perhaps for the first time um, and it's great. You watch it for the hundredth time and you still notice things that are new. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. so yeah. I mean, I could go on about Revenge of the Sith for a lot longer, but <laughs> yeah. Adam's looking at me to, like, we I've need got to get go this to moving on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does, you know, that leaves us the top two, yeah. doesn't it? So, yeah. top two. Number two is Empire Strikes Back for me. Ah, interesting. Yeah, which you've obviously figured out what my number one is there. Yeah, yeah so, interesting. But we'll get into that. Um, yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it's, um, it's of the original trilogy. Well, of all of all the main trilogy films, yeah, it's it's the best one for me. Um, trying to put my finger on why. I don't know whether it just brings back amazing childhood memories or, you know, watching it with my dad and just it being awesome. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the planets that we, that we visit. And also almost going back to that point that you made on the, the bad guys winning because the yeah. bad guys come out of that on top yeah. at the end of the day, don't they? Yeah. Which you always think is, is quite unusual. You don't see it very often. No. So like it made for a, a pretty amazing ending as well. Um, but yeah, just just scenes inside this film, like characters that we that we see being on Hoth and yeah. and you know all the other planets. Just the opening for the film was yeah. awesome. You know, yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure you're going to come onto it right now. Oh wait, no. Number two for me, yeah? Yeah, go on. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, Now, Return of the Jedi is a brilliant film. You know, well, they're all brilliant films, otherwise it wouldn't be in the top 10. But uh, Return of the Jedi is the perfect end to a six-part saga. Um, If you watch, as I've mentioned it before, but if you watch episode one to six, six ties it off with a bow. Mm -hmm. 
um, and a big tick. It's it's just brilliant. I, I love. I, I, there's not nothing I don't like about um, Return of the Jedi. I, I, I'm trying to think of anything I could criticize it for. I can't. Um, the soundtrack's great. The characters, cult, them, their storylines coming full circle, and and you know the culmination of the three movies is brilliant. Um, the the first forty minutes where they were on Jabba's palace trying to rescue Han is is a movie is a little mini movie in itself it's kind of like a an adventure a little adventure story where you know the heroes try to rescue their friend from the evil vile gangster that you know you could almost take that part out of it and you actually then after that's finished you get to the meat of the of the of the story after yeah. that but that first 40 minutes i love all of that i think jabba's palace is great yeah um i think the sail barge fight is fantastic um you know they fixed Boba Fett <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting knocked over um, like a chump. Um, so that's all good. <laughs> um, you know, you, you then get to Yoda, sorry, Luke going back to Dagobah to see Yoda again to complete his training. But Yoda's finally, you know, you know, reached his age, he's reached the end, to, you know, he can't go anymore and he becomes one with the force. Mm. But he tells Luke that he has one last trial before he can become a Jedi and he must, you know, kill his father. You know, you've got Luke not understanding why he's got to kill his father and Obi-Wan, you know, telling him, you know, he's more machine now than man. And again, this is all extra stuff that we get context for from the Obi-Wan series mm. now. So I haven't watched Return of the Jedi since the Obi-Wan series, but I feel like when I watch it now, those scenes are going to hit harder um, yeah. than they did before because there's going to be more context behind them. Um, you've got Leia finding out, uh, Luke finding out Leia's his sister. And obviously, you know, we know that um, yeah. from the, you know, but that's, it's just another great moment um, of tying everything together. You've got the introduction for us as original trilogy kids of the emperor who, of course, for, for newbies to Star Wars, they'll know who he is, but to us at the time, mm -hmm. he was just, again, the most evil person we'd ever seen in our lives. Yeah. Um, um, it is now yeah. even still, but, uh, well, I mean, you know, Vader does a pretty good job of it to begin with, doesn't he? And yeah, then, he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, him taking over. You've got you've got you've got Vader coming. To, you know you've got Vader coming to the realization that he's just there to make up the numbers. Now he's weak. He's weaker in this film. He knows that um, the Emperor wants Luke to become his new apprentice, and he wants him to kill him. And you've kind of got Vader in that fight scene, knowing that his master, after all these years, wants him to be defeated. And um, so, you know, when Luke does use the dark side after Vader threatens to turn Leia to the dark side instead, he uses the dark side to defeat Vader. It's the only way he can. And, you know, the look on Luke's face of, of pure hatred when he's chopped his hand off, you know, is just a powerful, powerful moment. And when he looks down at his own hand and the fact that Vader's mechanical hand was missing and hmm. if he carries on down this path, he'll become Vader. But he chooses the light and he, you know, he throws his lightsaber away and he says, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. You know, one of the most powerful moments in Star Wars, um, the culmination of the Skywalker saga where Vader finally, because of the love for his son and remembering, you know, Padme, you know, and, and all, all of the things that he sacrificed in his life, mm. um, he, 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 he throws the Emperor over, over the, um, down the, whatever, the, exhaust port yeah. and um you know 
Terrific. finally turns back Demise. to the goods. But, you know, in, in, in doing so, obviously, you know, sacrifices himself. Um, it, you know, it's, 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 it's absolutely fantastic. Um, fulfilling the death, fulfilling the destiny that he had prophesized and seeing the scene at the end where the three force ghosts appear, Yoda, Anakin and Luke. And again, a controversially people don't like the fact that they changed it to Hayden Christensen, but I think it is perfect. It had to be Hayden Christensen. Um, to come in because that was that was, that was how he was, was when good. he was good you know that yeah and yeah. it ties the trilogies together it ties the saga together um i, feel, the like, I feel sorry just a butt in there but yes, i feel like it should have stayed as sebastian shaw uh, as a as i think you know that's him as he died hmm. and and he'd become good at that point. So I, I don't see why they needed to change it really. But yeah, I think, I think, yeah, yeah, I mean, if it hadn't changed, I wouldn't be bothered, but mm. I, I do yeah. prefer Hayden Christensen in my personal opinion. Um, the Battle of Endor, you know, everyone moans about the Ewoks, but um, the uh, George Lucas based the Ewoks on the Viet Cong and how um, a group of freedom fighters, if you like, or, mm. um, you know, people with no, powerful weapons like the American military had managed to completely defeat the Americans in Vietnam. Mm. He, he used that as an allegory for the Ewoks so that, you know, they use sticks and stones, but were able to defeat, you know, a technologically advanced and superior Stop troopers force. Yeah. Couldn't shoot yeah. straight, but we won't get into that. No, but they're stormtroopers. I mean, that's explained <laughs> yeah, in the bad batch. They have weapons. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Amazing. yeah, it's, 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 it's a great film and, it's it's a film that um you know throughout my childhood i watched countless times and through adult adulthood i i i'll, I'll stick still, it on still watch yeah yeah yep. it's fair enough so number one we're at number one i was going to move you on because i'm sure you're gonna have a lot to say about empire <laughs> <laughs> number one's rogue one for me it's just brilliant i can't think of a bad character in it a bad scene I say that there's one character that I just didn't think much of, which was the British guy right at the beginning who meets Andor. He's not in it for very long. He dies. Yeah. I think from memory, I'm pretty sure he dies. Yeah. Other than that, I cannot fault the film. And I think it just leads into this, the the original trilogy with perfection. Mm. Vader comes in at the end, which is just almost everything you've been waiting for. Mm. Like, but you didn't realise you were waiting yeah. for it. Yeah, no, I, I, one thing I didn't mention when I brought Rogue One was that amazing scene where director Krennic goes to Mustafar and we see his castle for the first time. Mm. And uh, you see him in the back to tank. I mean, again, that's something we never thought, was it? Yeah. Years ago that we'd ever see that. And yeah. it was just amazing. Yeah. So, like, yeah, just... It's just a brilliant film. It's absolutely by far the number one Star Wars film for me. Yeah, good, good choice, good yeah. choice. Yeah. Not the, but like we've said before, this top ten could yeah. quite easily move. Oh, easy, uh, I mean, my top five are so, you know, I mean, the way I've waxed lyrical about the Clone Wars series, thinking about, I'm already thinking, well, maybe that should have been higher. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, mm. um, yeah, I love that series so much. 
Right, you've anyway, got five minutes to tell me about Empire. Five then. minutes? <laughs> right, okay. And I'll tell you what, Empire. one day you can just film yourself and we'll put it out there for everyone okay. who can be bothered okay. to listen. I'll, I'll try to be quick. Um, I said right in the first ever episode we did to this that this was the film that my uncle had to buy for me because he was getting sick to death of renting it every week. Um, it's the it, it wasn't the first Star Wars film I obviously saw, but it was the film that started it all for me. It was to this day and is still the film I've seen the most. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes what A New Hope started and exponentially enriched it in terms of scope, character, development, story complexity, lore, um, humour. I, I mean everything it, it it just took it to a new level it took it yeah. to a level where where I, if i could have been one of those people in 1977 who queued up for a new hope when empire came out i would have gone in and said oh my god they've done it again but 10 times better yeah um it was directed brilliantly by irvin kirshner um i mean everything about it the battle of hoth um asteroid field chase um the best spin lightsaber duel between Obi Wan and Obi Wan Luke and um, <laughs> and Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, it, again, that that's an emotional lightsaber fight. Um, I did think I did forget to mention that when I was talking about it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, almost one of the biggest twists in cinema yeah. history. Oh, I mean, well. without without doubt. I mean, if not the biggest twist in yeah. cinema history today, people still talk about it in top five lists don't they of tw- yeah. biggest twists um you know it, i don't remember the fir- i was so young i don't remember the first time i heard the twist so i, d- I don't remember my reaction to it because i was probably very young when i saw it but mm. but it doesn't even every now and again i'll watch that scene and the i am your father will give me goosebumps mm. um you know because mm. it's that that good um the training on Degabar, you know yoda pretending to be this silly little frog guy until yeah. luke puts two and two together and realizes you know that he, he he's actually yoda the jedi master and then you see yoda become the wise jedi master throughout the rest of you know the time he's there um you've got obi-wan appearing for the first time as a force ghost um you know which is something new for us star wars fans and yeah. you know something that you know, probably you know, something new exciting in cinema as well like, yeah see something along yeah. those lines yeah the soundtrack the 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 um the romance between Han and Leia was was brilliant, witty, snappy dialogue. It was you know the comedy, you um, scruffy looking nerf herder, you know the, the everything. Um, the asteroid field chase. I mean, how good is that asteroid field chase? Lando being introduced for the first time. Yeah. Um, what a great character. Um, you know, Vader torturing Han so Luke can feel it in the Force to get him to come to Bespin. Um, Luke um, and Vader talking um, through the force at the end of the film, you know, um, Luke, father, son, you know, you know, Luke accepting that he's his father. Mm. And finally, um, perhaps you could argue that Vader finally for the first time since the Obi-Wan series, um, remembering that he's Anakin Skywalker by calling Luke son, because if he was Darth Vader, he wouldn't call him son. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is the start of Vader, you know, starting to come back to the light, which is why Luke in Return of the Jedi can, can, can sense there's good in him. Um, and the emperor hasn't driven it from him fully. Um, I mean, 
I'm going to leave it there because you can tell my passion for yeah. all of the last, I think yeah. the whole top 10, I think my passion probably has come across and um, there's, 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 there's so much to like in each of the top yeah. 10 of my list. I, I, I love all of them and, you know, I could, I'd put them all at number one if I could, but you, you, you know. speak, you speak so passionately about it. It's just, you know, I'm sitting here just grinning yeah. because um, my, you know, my descriptions of all the films have just been like, yeah, yeah, it was quite good. It was really, you know, this, but when you speak about it, you, you go into so much more detail, you can tell how much more like enthusiastic you are about it or like, yeah. I mean, there's there's one thing I want I want you to watch um, for me. It's called um, Empire of Dreams. Um, anybody who hasn't seen it, it's I think on I YouTube. Might have seen it actually. It's it's a it's a two and a half hour documentary about the making of the original trilogy, mm. and you know it's absolutely brilliant documentary. Yeah. Um, I can't recommend it enough. Um, it has so much great stuff about the making of those films and all mm. the actors and the, the mate, you know, the special effects artists, you know, the struggles that George Lucas had to go through. So, you know, yeah. I, I would highly recommend that. And I, I just want to, maybe you could edit this bit into the return of the Jedi bit. Cause there's one bit that I want to mention. That I didn't talk about return of the Jedi. I won't yeah. very long. The space battle over the battle of Endor. Um, that film is 40 years old next year. Mm -hmm. That space battle to this day um, exceeds and evil even equals the effects in my opinion and the amazing choreography um, than any film has ever, ever done um, since, as far as I said, I would be hard pressed to, I, and I watch all sci-fi that comes out pretty much. I'd mm -hmm. be hard pressed to think of a space battle that equals that space battle um, in the, in, in the Return of the Jedi in the Battle of Endor um, in terms of, choreography drama etc what i just said mm. um i really wanted to mention that because it's one of my favorite moments of star wars that whole battle yeah. so i'm sorry it's out of order but, uh, <laughs> fair maybe enough. maybe you can do your um, uh, we'll leave it there it's absolutely okay. fun yeah <laughs> but yeah i've really really enjoyed doing this so I, yeah. I, it's something i've wanted to do for years oh and, yeah uh, no, it's yeah. brilliant it's worked yeah. out it's good um yeah now, that's it that is it that's our uh that's our top 18 films and series of star wars canon uh, minus resistance, right? <laughs> yeah, minus resistance. And if anybody disagrees or has any comments about any of the things we've said or the order we put them in, please put them in the comments below please because I am do. genuinely interested to see hear different opinions. And everyone's got their own opinion. So oh, of course they do. There's nothing no. wrong with that. So. Absolutely. There's Excellent. nothing wrong with it as long as the prequels are really high. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Thanks for watching. Uh, like and subscribe, all that. Uh, good stuff and we'll catch you next time cheerio, cheerio. bye